the parents, like one of my friends, who were like, you can't watch Barney because it has magic in it. Right. And so a whimsical children's show about a purple dinosaur. Hold on, wait, wait. Your friend, huh? Yeah. We're going to say your friend? Yeah. Okay, we're going to say your <laughs> it's, friend. It's not me, I promise. Hey, okay. my, my mom, I had a... She didn't want you to <laughs> no. watch Barney. That's cool. There you was some talk other... to me. It's a safe place. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate, and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible. In this episode, we're going to be talking about magic, Harry Potter, wizards, wands, and a few uncomfortable stories about Dungeons and Dragons. Stay tuned. Three, two, one, abracadabra. Abracadabra. <laughs> magic. Abracadabra would be the obvious choice to start this <laughs> to podcast. Start it. It's start the start best, best words ever. I think there should always be some sort of... Uh, some sort of spicy, like let's just we'll just come in with a bang. Yeah, like some sort of buzzword or keyword. Yeah, based on on what we're about to discuss. just just a one word like <laughs> abracadabra. <laughs> abracadabra. Yeah, this is good. Okay, what is this? Is this episode five? Uh, it's either episode four or five. I'm gonna I'm gonna count. say five because that's gonna make me feel better. About but myself. if we don't include some of our previous ones that we've tried out, nah, we're gonna include them. Oh, we're we just need, gonna go yeah, for it. I say the thing is, like we've t- nobody goes back and listens to episode one. Uh, now that very, you said that, somebody's going to. It's going to be going extremely to embarrassing. Diehard people, but how many diehard fans of this podcast will you do you think will actually exist in the world? Very two. few. Very few. I don't, like my we, wife. We your married, wife. We are married to women who yeah. will not be that fan. No. So, so it's my easy. mom might. Exactly. My mom might. Your mom. I've will. talked a lot about my. I was actually talking about. I, I felt very convicted because I've talked a lot about my mom on the podcast, and I've. I think I've painted her as this like almost like this weird Christian, like prude woman. And she's really not like, she's not. I'll be like, Oh yeah, my mom like did this or my mom like shied she's me away wonderful. from that. Like we're going to talk about magic. And my house was very like against magic. And right. we saw things as like, my mom was like, Hey, like there are real like spiritual warfare things in the world. Right. But I think I painted her on the first like couple of podcasts. I was like, oh man, did I paint her as this like crazy Christian lady that like f- like waves flags like in a Mrs. church? Boucher, She's like not. the devil. Yeah, exactly. She was did. definitely not. I don't think you painted her yeah. like that. But okay. it's interesting that you say that, right? Like we're talking about magic mm-hmm. and you're saying like your mom said certain things, like had a certain stance mm-hmm. on magic in the home, in the Christian yeah. home. I actually didn't grow up in a Christian home. But there was no stance on magic. Hmm. It was more just like, a, um, I'm wondering if that's common, like in secular homes, like if there's not like a, yeah, that's good or that's bad. There was no encouragement towards yeah. it. It was, if anything, there was probably more encouragement towards imagination. Yeah. And I'm sure magic was probably part of like all of that. Yeah, it probably. Was, it was a big Well, and I mean, a lot, like a lot of like the, the United, like the United States and like people here that live in the U S I think we're more just geared towards like scientific evidence and like, like logic. And so a lot of like magic stuff, like, Oh, it happens magically. Like that doesn't really exist. So even like outside of the Christian circle, Uh I think that like parents would want their kids to grow up like 
thinking logically about things instead okay. of like, oh, you just wave a wand. Nah, and that's like not happens. true. Because a lot of a lot of parents want their kids to keep that gullible kind of like wonderment, yeah. and so they want their kids to believe in Santa. They want them to believe that Easter bunnies come around and drop eggs off. Yeah, They're, that all of that is. I mean, what's not magic about an Easter bunny who apparently <laughs> is so self-aware? <laughs> And has opposable thumbs that can come and scatter eggs around. Yeah. Like we turned a bunny. That's magic. Yeah, that was the one thing magic. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, like, I didn't grow up believing that. So I didn't grow up in believing in Santa. I didn't grow up in believing in the Easter bunny because my parents, as a, like, from a religious household, they were like, right. this isn't why we celebrate these so holidays. My parents were such phenomenal pagans that they actually would stamp, like, my mom would stamp, <laughs> like, bunny tracks. Yeah. And, like, I swear, I'm not, actually, I think I feel like I have to ask my, my mom about this. Mm. One Easter when I was like four years old, I remember waking up in my room and finding bunny tracks and like carrot shavings. <laughs> Why was the carrot shavings? If you shavings? would have woken up in the middle of the night and your like, mom's just shaving just a shaving carrot, carrot over your I bed. I up and I see the, the prints and I see the carrot shavings and I look and I swear I saw the back end of like a fluffy bunny butt oh. go out my window, Right. Because it's kind of warm yeah. outside in that in that area, so I, I I I think my mom literally waited in the window and waited for me to wake up and look over and then duck down and then pull the stuffed animal. Oh out the window, my goodness! Right, either that or the Easter Bunny exists. The Easter Bunny, but I'm gonna go biggest. with my mom is the most dedicated. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that too. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Easter Bunny actually exists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't think your mom is like a like a crazy no. like Christian prude lady, and I don't think. That secular parents who talk about magic or fantasy or imagination, I don't think they're evil. Mm-mm. So what do we think about magic? Yeah. What's, um, what, what, is, what do we say as Christians? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think that we have to make a determination on, like, first, what, what magic are we okay with? Like, what and what, magic? Yeah. And what magic is actually, like possibly demonic or possibly spiritual right so you know we have in our like world today as christians we know that harry potter doesn't exist like we know that that's not a thing and so we can just chalk that up to fantasy or imagination just like we would star wars okay um but interesting yeah just like Uh we, we were talking about before like we also recognize that there are some real spiritual things that happen in this world like um well, even one of my friends lived in uh, Laos in India for a long time. He was a missionary. Okay. And he walked in one time and there was somebody literally levitating on a table. Okay. And his dad, who was the missionary at the time, just started praying in the name of Jesus. And she fell down and started speaking like guttural tones. Okay. And so we recognize like there's some spiritual things that really mess with our world. Mm-hmm. But there's also like just magic, you know? It's, it's I, And I know... I'm chomping at the bit, and if anybody is listening, they're probably chomping at the bit for us to hurry up and talk about Harry Potter, but yeah. we're going to get there. Yeah. I know we're going to get there, but I do think it's important, like Nolan's saying, like to kind of like define terms. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do we mean by magic? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it does it like encompass all fantasy? Does it encompass imagination? Or is it just like incantations and wands? Yeah. Do we not like the whole idea of witches and warlocks? Like... Right. Is and is really is there anything biblically that says magic 
is a no-go. Well, and I think like to talk in the podcast today, just to clear up like exactly what we're going to talk about. Yeah. We're not going to talk about like demonic possession. Nope. And, like spiritually, like, like we can have a whole nother podcast that about is that. So not a what fun topic. we're going to talk about is the parents, like one of my friends who were like, you can't watch Barney because it has magic in it. Right. And so a whimsical children's show about a purple dinosaur. Hold on, wait, wait. Your friend, huh? Yeah. We're going to say your friend? Yeah. Okay, we're going to say your <laughs> it's, friend. It's not me, I promise. Hey, okay. my, my mom, I had a Barney dinosaur, like stuffed animal as a kid. Like, that was my favorite thing. I don't want you to be afraid. Like, I know we've said your mom is not a Christian prude, <laughs> but if she didn't want you to no. watch Barney, that's cool. There you was some talk other, to me. It's a safe place. There was some other stuff that I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch Pokemon. Uh, I couldn't play with Yu-Gi-Oh cards or like Magic right. the Gathering cards. That was Obviously. off limits um, because of the spiritual warfare behind it. But well, I just think it's ridiculous like that Barney was a no-go okay. for my friend because uh, because they literally like have magic in the show and right. their parents were like you can't watch that it's too magical as far as i remember the only magic that barney did was making things appear yep and disappear oh yeah he just kind of brought he manifested that things. that was the thing that was bad if bad he could manifest bears. that what else could he manifest probably i'm demons. just <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. That's <laughs> probably. But demons. see, that's the thing is like there are some Christian parents in this world, many Love Christian it. parents, especially in, in the 90s and early 2000s, that okay. got caught up into this trap of like, you know, oh, all magic is spiritual warfare. Okay. And we need to shield our children from their these ideas that things happen magically. And, okay. And or like lessening the power of the Holy Spirit. That was the other Ooh, thing that I yeah, heard. Yeah. Was like, oh, if you believe in magic. Magic, well, now like miracles aren't as powerful when they do happen right. because you can chalk it up to magic. And so, right. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I've seen that too. Both both of those arguments were. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think it's also interesting that um, I grew up, I was, a, you were a little bit younger than me. Mm. So I was a product of the 80s. Yeah. And the 80s were big pop culture wise. On It was big on magic. Mm. I mean, like weird science. Like mm-hmm. there, like there was a, I forget what the name of the movie was, but like, um, a girl could like, uh, like not twitch her nose. Cause that would be like, that'd be bewitched from the sixties. There was, t- there was a bunch of, I, I can't yeah, think of we talking right about now. Sabrina, the teenage witch. That was Sabrina, the, 90s, the teenage you know? witch. There was all sorts of stuff yeah. that was like very, very popular in the eighties. That was like, not just fantasy, but also like definitely mm-hmm. into that realm yeah. of magic and stuff. So, um, it, it's, I feel like. 80s and 90s and, and beyond us at now as grown-ups we're way more comfortable yeah. with the imaginary kind of like fantasy yeah. of magic like well, i mean even threaten us. even how like stranger things is like a huge thing nowadays sure. in our pop culture like and that's right, all but that's of, that's like, real right oh yeah sure it is that's a documentary well, i come from indiana and that's right. not that's not a real thing i thought so. it was a documentary well, so I now mean, i'm upset sorry, sorry to break your heart you know <laughs> <laughs> that's um right. Yeah, I mean, like, well, when we look at, like, when we look in, in the Bible and, like, we kind of see magic being used in the Bible, like, okay. one of the verses that we were talking about, yeah. um, or not necessarily verses, but stories, is, like, one. the story of, of Moses and sure. and um, Pharaoh's, whatever, magicians or... Magician. They're yeah. called his yeah. sorcerers. Yeah, they're his sorcerers. Right. And so, you know, whatever whatever Moses could do, his sorcerers could also do. Sure. Um, and so, like, we you know, we see this in the Bible, and I think that gives some validity 
to well it doesn't give validity to like these christians points of view okay. but it gives them a it gives them a reference point of like pointing back to the bible and being like oh see here because of this mm-hmm. we don't want to allow magic in our homes because right. you know pharaoh's sorcerers were using magic by some other power right. and moses was using you know the it's power it's interesting cuz i'm wondering like when we read the story of moses like when we read like what the sorcerers could do mm-hmm. right the soothsayers mm-hmm. like there's stuff with the book of daniel like in that as well like we're in um, the story of Joseph, yeah. like, right? Like we could think of that, like, you know, like magic, magic is the word that's given to mm-hmm. the thing that's taking place. Yeah. Right. Like, like dinosaurs, mm-hmm. the word dinosaur wasn't invented until like the late 1800s yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But we obviously have like Leviathan and behemoths mm-hmm. like in the Bible. So like there, the, there's a thing that's happening mm-hmm. and then we just chose to name it something. Yeah. Right. Okay. So with that being said, I'm trying to make a point here. I'm trying to like figure out the best way to make this point. But with that being said, like there is demonic things happening. Yeah. And then the word magic being attached to it, right? To define it, to call it something, sorcery, whatever you want to call it. But then as culture has progressed, now we see imaginary things. Mm -hmm. Like we see people flying brooms and and waving wands and catching golden snitches. And we go, that's magic. Mm -hmm. And I go... I'm not sure if it's fair play to match that term of magic onto this term of magic. So let me, let me give you this story. Um, True story. And you can look it up. I don't even remember what the book is called, but um, there are real people in this world that believe that they are, that they are elves. Yep. And that they, so I was working at an Apple store in Hawaii. Uh um, They're called LARPers. No, no, because they, it wasn't live action role play. Like they didn't have a job outside of this. They literally believe that they are elves. They travel around the world writing elvish cantations on mountaintops and stones and in woodland areas. Yeah. They have entire books written about it, and that's their life. They think that they are elves. They had to go through a whole initiation there's phase. There's no 401k. And there's no 401k. <laughs> they don't have... There's, there's no, no retirement yeah, plan like, for this But job. I mean, that's what I'm saying, though, is like, like there are people that in this world, they're like, oh... I'm having fun with my imagination. I'm running around. Right. I'm wearing a Harry Potter robe. Like, but then there are also real people in this world that are like, right. no, this is real. This is my life. Yeah. Like, and it's that's that's where it's just kind of like it that is where people, people can be deceived into believing unstable. that kind of stuff. So we have to address yes. people. Okay, can I like a little side story off of that story? Yeah. I uh, I served in the Marine Corps. Yep. I went to boot camp and I was boot, Marine Corps boot camp is three months long. Yep. Um I had, I was in boot camp for two months and a guy that was in boot camp with me at one point, and I'm not kidding you, look at me in the eye when I tell you this, stood up and asked a drill instructor, sir, when do I get my sword to go defeat the dragon at the top of the mountain? (laughs) Because that was a Marine Corps commercial in the late 90s, early 2000s. And he had seen that animated CGI commercial of a guy with a sword going to the top of the mountain and stabbing a dragon in the heart. And he went, when do we get to train for that? And he was not joking. He was just a cray-cray person. (laughs) Did he get kicked out of the Marine Corps? He got kicked out because they were like, you are unfit I'm I'm very glad that he got kicked out. (laughs) You were expecting me to be like, no, they just passed him. (laughs) Sent him out to the desert. He's now a general in the Marine Corps. Like, (laughs) great. (laughs) No, that's a four-star. Yeah. Um, So there are crazy people. Yeah. And then there are, you know, like, uh, who are mapping 
this idea of magic onto other things that are mm-hmm. not necessarily that pop culture reference well, of magic. I would say that, that I think it's but unfair. like once again in our in our culture nowadays, like we have we label those people as crazy people, right? Um, and like bring up another biblical reference of like magicians or sorcerers, like was uh, the story of Elisha, like and and yeah. the two hundred prophets of Baal, like these guys were renowned for their abilities to like called like make these magical things happen or these like like amazing things happen and so elisha was like hey i'm gonna go toe-to-toe with you like you think that you can do all these crazy things i'm like come on let's go like you build an altar i'll build an altar right and at the end of it like they could do nothing and so like but like they were cutting themselves and doing all these like horrific things to themselves and so it's like what we would see as oh those people are crazy nowadays like if, if that happened nowadays i wouldn't be like oh this person's a zealot or this person's a prophet or this person's like a magician i'd be like that person just needs help, like from a psychiatrist, you know. A padded cell. So it's like what I'm saying is like you know what we see as magic in today's culture, right? Like, and we would just define it as like, oh, like this is just fun imagination, right? Uh, you know, it could also be like, hey, this is actually crazy, like, right. and not to get too deep into like the demonic like oh, yeah, possession no. and all that kind of stuff, but so when I think magic, I I tend to my mind tends to think okay fantasy Mm -hmm. like imagination Mm -hmm. like all those things right like we can name all the pop culture kind of like stuff when i think of like what does the bible say that like maybe some christians might have qualms with like wouldn't let their kids watch barney whatever Mm. i think of right like leviticus says don't turn to mediums or necromancers don't seek them out yeah right and then all likewise you have like um where's the other one i had here um Oh, first John uh, chapter four, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Yeah. What I see in the Bible is spiritual warfare, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and there are, there's the spirit of God, but there are spirits, demonic forces of yeah. this world that can influence. And that's why it says like, don't seek out necromancers and mediums. Yeah. These are people who try to call on not the spirit of God, but they try to call on worldly spirits Mm -hmm. right they're trying to speak to the dead they're trying to reach out into other realms they are intentionally trying to call on like and invite in like a demonic presence however you want to define that that that's what i see the bible defining Mm -hmm. as sorcery or witchcraft or whatever you want to call it but like a little dumb kid a little white kid in glasses like running around like taking care of bad guys yeah i go this is not the yeah. thing we should be or really or like worried about. E- even playing like with with uh cards and stuff like that like sure. not um i don't even know what tarot cards? yeah tarot cards right. not not those but that's like bad. that's stupid um but like playing with magic cards like like magic the gathering cards or like pokemon cards okay. like that was something that i uh, maybe I that's co- a great comparison. I couldn't do or I, I, I didn't do as a yeah. kid and I, I thought it was because my, my parents like maybe I'm misremembering but I thought it was because my parents wouldn't let me yeah. um, but it's like to to me having there was kids in, in my church that we couldn't play with those cards because of the magic or the possible right. demonic activity behind them yeah. and so that's where it's like the determination that was made although I wanted to do it mm-hmm. it was like you can't because this could be you know, but die. you see the difference there, right? Yeah. Like, what's a tarot card? Mm-hmm. Its purpose is to put all of your dependence for seeking truth and answers yeah. in something else besides mm-hmm. the Lord. 
uh, I am an avid player of Magic the Gathering. Yeah, yeah. I, I play it all the time. Yeah. Love it. Been playing it for like, I don't know, like a decade or I something I wish I like could, that. but at this point in time, I don't understand the rules. And I, I will just, explain them too, to no. you, for heaven's sakes. I know you it's want so to, It's so much fun. Side note, FYIZs, they're coming out with a movie. Netflix really? is producing a Magic the Gathering movie that's actually not bad not that'd be cool to see all the all the like the crazy monsters gonna be pretty good we're gonna bring it back into what i was saying though (laughs) like so like uh i'm an avid player of the game i seek no truth or answers Mm -hmm. when i cast a 4-4 sarah angel (laughs) to defeat your your bailoff like whatever i just don't i'm like there's no answers here there is a little bit of strategy Mm -hmm. with a layer of theme on top of it and it's good times and i think that's where like the determination is made is anything that you put your your time and effort into but like Mm. it it turns into this like dependency on it like that you know even we have uh we have mediums nowadays and like even in hawaii there was people uh in the old in the old international marketplace like when I went to, when I was in YWAM, like we would go to the international marketplace and we would like go to these like, uh, psychics, like little huts and we'd pray around it. And these ladies or like guys would come out and like yell at us and curse at us. Like that was clear, like crazy demonic activity. Gotcha. But it's like, there was people not like getting into it. There were people that went to those pe- people for life advice for and to know, like, should I invest in, you know, my, my money into this stock right. or that, this area. And it's like, you know, that's where it's like, Oh, that's not okay. You yeah. know, that's not, no, but like, once again, I, I also know people that get really deep into the whole like LARPing and magic scene. Sure. Like that's their identity. Like yeah. their identity isn't in Jesus. Their identity is in like, oh, I'm a level four sage. What I think is the best though, yeah. is if you walk into a room full of 10 Christians and you just shout the words Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. <laughs> you will get a mixed bag yep. yeah. of responses. <laughs> you will get like yeah. well, a few people that are like, oh, you mm. just brought demonic things yep. into this place. Yep. What are you even talking about? You'll get some people that will just laugh in yeah. themselves into tears because of the amount of nerdage yep. that is like held in those words. And you'll get a couple people, most likely pastors, who are like, what? Yeah, I'm in, I'm yeah, in a D&D I'm group that. right now. Yep. I'm a dungeon master. Yep. Yeah. And it's really, really fun. Yeah. So it's like, this is, I just feel like that's why this podcast is so great because we can explore. It's like, uh, are any of them wrong? Like <laughs> in that group of 10 Christians yeah. for thinking those things? <laughs> no. I don't know. But yeah. like, I just... I feel like a lot of it is not necessarily, okay, what does the Bible say logically? Like, yeah. what is it like that we're talking about or addressing? It's a lot of tradition mm-hmm. and kind of like fear-based yeah. kind of residual oh, yeah. effects of things yeah. that really bother it. Well, and I think like a lot of it's like uh, culturally passed down from yep. generation to generation. And so yep. when you talk about magic, like really like in the, when psychics and stuff like that started getting big, like in the, what was it like 60, like 50s, 60s and 70s? Like Could that be. was like also when like drugs were a big thing and sure. like all of a sudden like, you know, well like, and the Ouija board has been around for forever since like right. 1800s and like people actually went to seances and like got deep into that stuff and so after that the christian community said like we're going to distance ourselves from this which and it kept being like distance 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 is not necessarily a bad response is to to distance ourselves from things right but you have to be careful because you can distance yourself so much from things Mm -hmm. and this don't this is don't you dare judge me before I get this whole freaking thought out. Okay. I'm going to say you can distance yourself 
so far from things, you cease to be relevant, Mm -hmm. but I'm not trying to say that it's all about being relevant as a Christian. Wait, I'm going to finish my thought. So you can distance yourself so far that you are no longer relevant and not just relevant, but you don't even know Mm -hmm. you've shut off to the possibility of at least learning and investigating for yourself. Is this bad? Is this not of the Lord? Mm -hmm. Is this demonic? You just say, listen, I've distanced myself and I don't even know that's bad. And someone will say to you, Hey, do you want to listen to this music? You go, Nope. I have distanced myself from worldly music. Mm -hmm. And like, well, there's, I mean, it's just, it's just a like it's a just pop a band, song or right? radio. Yeah. It's not gonna kill well, you. And I think like there's there's that determination of once again like if if it's something that causes you to stumble. Like let's say you are a converted Christian that was like deep into uh, Ouija boards and tarot cards yes. and magic. Like you know maybe yeah maybe it is good for you to say like you know what I just can't handle that because I put my dependency on yeah. that. But around those the, people, yeah. I will not. Cast my four four. Cast your four four. Yeah, like my four four Sarah Angels. I won't. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I will play gin rummy. Yeah, it's please. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless there's an alcoholic in the room, in that case you can't play gin rummy. No cards you know? whatsoever. No. We'll just sit there and look at each other <laughs> each and other. spit in our hands. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, but it's like you know, like it's okay to distance yourself in, in some areas, but like as a as a kid, like you know, as a kid, yeah. Let them let them have some imagination. Okay, like, let so them, on know. the topic of imagination. Yeah. And to play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. when it comes to this whole idea of people would say, no, Barney's bad, yeah. all magic is bad. What do we do with a C.S. Lewis or a Tolkien mm, yeah. who writes beautiful fantasy and there is magic? Yeah. I mean, we're talking magic wands. Mm-hmm. We're talking about magic spells, magic yeah. books, magic stone tables. Yeah. We're talking about rituals and seances. Yep. And you can say all day, well, that's a picture of Christ and mm-hmm. Aslan. I'm like, yeah. that's great. What do we do about the magic? Yeah. That is absolutely tangential mm-hmm. at best. It's just a beautiful fantasy theme yeah. slapped on to maybe some things we can kind of glean from it. What do we do there? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think, gosh, that's really hard because those are, like, pillars of the Christian community. Right. And I think that was actually, like, something that I, I used to bring up to my mom and dad was, like, hey, like, I should be able to, you know, whatever, play or read the Harry Potter books because these guys were, and they actually brought up the argument that well, like those guys are Christians, so that's rooted in like a uh, an understanding and a love for God. And okay. this this like um, who's the person that writes Harry Potter? I've never read the books, so J.K. Um, Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. yeah. So like she what she's not a Christian, and so her influences might be coming elsewhere from some other part of Perhaps, the spiritual but realm. Now we're mind reading, and isn't exactly. that magic? And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't, that's why I don't necessarily agree with it any longer because right. I really don't think like you can, you can boil down people's intentions and like you, you can't know somebody's intentions. All that you can do is make a determination in your heart, what you're going to believe and what you're going to follow and what you're going to invest your time in. Yeah. And if you're investing like 50% of your time into, you know, God and then 50% of your time into magic. Okay. Like maybe think about that. Like you switch up some tables. Maybe like 60, 40. Yeah. 60, 40. Like, but like for whatever the reason, like your identity should be a hundred percent rooted in Christ right. and everything else is just a caveat. That's a good point. Now, I, I think the point of like identity, where is your identity mm-hmm. like really reside, right? If your identity is in Christ, it's okay for you to be really big on fitness. Mm-hmm. If your yeah. identity is rooted in Christ, it's okay for you to really enjoy 
the culinary arts. Yeah. And if your identity is rooted in Christ, it's okay for you to be a huge advocate of fantasy and yep. things that are a lot of imagination yep. and storytelling. It's okay because mm-hmm. your identity is over here. Like if you lost culinary, if you lost fitness, yeah. if you lost fantasy books and novels that you love, you're still a believer. Jesus is still on the throne. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed, yeah. right? It's a hobby at best. But when your identity starts to be rooted elsewhere, mm-hmm. and I'll say from experience, um, I think one of the biggest things when it comes to, and I'm, now I'm starting to just drip the whole conversation into kind of fantasy because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of magic is. But I think I've experienced it personally where fantasy um, and or board games or stuff like that is a form of escapism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I have dealt that with that personally, and that was like while I was actually like an on staff like youth pastor, mm, and really? I started really getting into board gaming. I came to a point where I realized it was like thinking about them, researching board games, like buying them. It was a form of escapism. Like I can mm. come home and not deal with the realities of ministry and the things yeah. that God's calling me to, and just zone out. Yeah. It's just as bad as uh, like a husband being passive and sitting on the couch or watching TV and not serving his family. Mm-hmm. I had a moment where I realized I'm drifting towards this yeah. and I need to bring it back the other way. Well, and thankfully, this is stupid because I love board games still, right? Thankfully, God's redeemed that and was like, okay, yeah. you saw the dangerous direction you were going. Mm-hmm. But it was da- it's escapism. Yeah. And that's what a lot of fantasy is or anything can become escapism. Mm-hmm. That's a bad thing. Well, and I would say like, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of bad habits and sin is just really us trying to escape or, you know, change something in our, in our world, right? Like a lot of people turn to other things, like, like you said, fitness or something else. Like, so it's not necessarily like the magic of the fantasy. I think the only thing that makes that so attractive is you can be somebody that has these incredible powers. Like you don't have to face your reality in this world that you don't, that you're not necessarily as special as somebody else. And I think that's one thing that like as Christians, but especially just as humans, like that's a really hard thing for people to realize. And something that I've had to walk through before is like realizing, you know what? I'm probably not going to be like a well-known person. I'm not going to be famous. I'm not going to be the president of the United States. Like this podcast will probably have 30 followers and that'll be it, you know? (laughs) Um, but like I had to come to that reality. Like, you know what? If, if at the end of like my life, if I've not, if I'm not famous or if not that many people know about me, I at least want to be able to say like, you know what? I was secure in, in who I was because I knew that I was following God's plan for my life. Right. And that's what made me secure in who I was. And so I don't need to necessarily like go to watch a movie to feel, you know, right. like I'm somebody special or, right. you know, play this game to feel like I have all these, you know, cool powers. Well, good for you, Nolan. Well, I know, you know, good I'm just, you. I'm an enlightened human being. That's you really what I'm trying are. to You're say. You're so self-aware. <laughs> You're so woke. But <laughs> don't say woke. I <laughs> hate that so much. People that say woke are the least woke. So, um, not that they were Christians, but a really, uh, my first experience mm. with Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, was not actually me playing, yeah. but it was when I was 21 years old Oh yeah. and I walked into a room. It was when I was in the military and I walked into a room in the barracks <laughs> and I opened a door of four young guys that I was in charge of. Yeah. And they were supposed to be like cleaning or doing some sort of task or something. And I walked in and they were playing Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) And it was like I walked in on four men masturbating. The look on their faces was like (laughs) just this cocktail of emotions. Like I'm panicked. I'm terrified. Are we in trouble? 
do we keep playing? Yeah. Like there were so many thoughts running yeah. through them. And I literally, there was this awkward moment where I opened the door and I saw them all dice in hand. <laughs> and the one kid was wearing a cloak and oh, I'm assuming he was the dungeon master. Gosh. And they were over this paper grid <sighs> with little pieces on it. And I looked at them and they all looked at me and there was this like what felt like an eternity. Mm-hmm. And then I just closed the <laughs> closed door the and door. I backed out slowly <laughs> and I just pretended like I never saw it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what I just witnessed. Oh man. But I don't think I want to know. I feel like what's amazing about Dungeons and Dragons, it's been going on for forever, forever. Like since the eighties. Right. And yeah. so like there are guys that are fathers of, you know, families and, you know, business owners and yeah. powerful people in this world that also used to put on like velvet robes yes. and play Dungeons and Dragons with their friends. Yes. And I just would love to meet those people, these powerful people that at one point in their life did that. They were, <laughs> they were like a level 26. Dwarf. Oh man. I love it so, so much. I watched this amazing, this is slightly off topic, but I watched this amazing uh, documentary one time called Darkon. Have you ever seen this Mm-mm. documentary? Mm-hmm. I don't know where to find it anymore, but it was about a group of people who were like uh, LARPers, live mm-hmm. action role players. Mm-hmm. And they had been playing this one ongoing game oh, yeah. for like 12 years. Yeah. And it was like gang territory wars over who could control this map that they had mm-hmm. created in some park somewhere. Yeah. And they were like characters like ongoing for 10 years. And literally there was like boyfriend, girlfriend or like husband, wife relationships that like he was like a dwarf and she was like a scullery maid and she would in game mode go off and kiss a different character. Nope. And when they came back, like she would validate the fact that she made out with some other dude. Like nope. I was in game mode. You're not allowed to be mad at me. Nope. These people are living another another life. See, we're not even talking about magic anymore. Yeah. Now we're just talking about like LARPers. No, that's the thing is like that's where that's that determination. Like if you're doing that on on the side. Yeah. That's where I draw the line and be like, no, you're crazy. You can't be doing that. Like there is a line in the sand and you've crossed it. Like um, I I was just thinking about like uh, cosplayers and stuff like that. Like like people that go to these conventions and stuff like. I think they're skanky, but I think uh, it's a fine hobby. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's true. Um, Actually, what I really want to talk about was supernatural. Like, so there's, I don't know if you've ever watched the. I've never seen. So it's a. I've heard of the show. Yeah. It's a long running show, but um, like they, they do a lot of like cosplay play and um larping stuff because they'll go to these like different places where they're like they're doing like larping or cosplay and like there's this you know ghost or something like that in the house and the whole premise of the show is these guys are like ghost hunters and stuff but um say all that to say like that's kind of in the christian community some christians watch that like a couple of pastors in the youth pastors in hawaii Uh they were watching supernatural for a while and they had to stop at certain seasons right because they were like, it got too, like they eventually start talking about like heaven and hell and they get into like demonic activity in the world. And like, basically like a part of the premise of the show is like God has left heaven. And so like now angels are kind of running it and it's run like a bureaucracy. And so, but like me and my wife are like, I don't know, eight seasons deep. And like, are you really? All of our friends, yeah. All of our friends have stopped watching it because they're like, oh yeah, theologically, like I couldn't just deal with it. And like, to me, I'm like, you know, it's not affecting my life. Like, I'm not walking outside my door the next day, like, right. God, where are you? Like, you know, I'm not angry at it. Like, I'm like, to me, I'm just like, oh, this was a show made right. by a bunch of like, like dumb humans, and right. they're just like, they might be mad at God, or they might have their own theology. It's like, it's not going to affect some me. People can watch a show, yeah, and they can separate like the entertainment 
from the like from biblical reality. Yeah. Some people can do that. Some people cannot. Yeah. I think it goes back to that like maturity level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you cannot, if it starts seeping into your personal theology, into your worldview or biblical worldview, then that starts to become a problem. Yeah. Like I read a really great article. I'll, I'll try to post it in the show notes um, by the folks at the Village Church, and the mm-hmm. the article was um, uh, I, the article was about basically like maybe it was kind of like clickbait title, but like should Christians watch Game of Thrones? I think oh, was the name yeah. of the title. And then very quickly, like within like two sentences, you realize they're not going to talk about Game of Thrones at all. They're going to go, everybody's hyped on asking the question of Christians should watch Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. What you really should be watching, or the question you really should be asking is, should Christians be watching a show like Modern Family? Mm, Yeah. And it was like, see, we have this obvious like fantasy realm where dragons roam and, you know, there's incest and all sorts of crazy stuff happening. Yeah. All right, we can have that debate, but why are we not having the debate that hits so much closer to home mm-hmm. where it's, you know, the teen is transgender yeah. and like that's like, oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like this other girl's had like five abortions and like, oh, that's totally cool and accepted. Yeah. That hits too close to home. That mm-hmm. actually starts influencing daily lives. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I'm not getting done, hypothetically, mm-hmm. if I was watching an episode of Game of Thrones and walking out going, can't wait to burn down the next village with yeah. my dragon. <laughs> and if I am, I'm a crazy person, yeah. right? But biblically immature people might walk away from watching a show like Bonner Family and yeah. say like, ah, is it really that bad? Mm-hmm. Is it really that bad to have sex outside of marriage? Yeah. Maybe not. It worked out for them. Mm-hmm. And they wear t-shirts just like I wear t-shirts. Yeah. They live in a house just like I live in a house. Mm-hmm. It hits too close to home. And I think that's where like, you know, we need to seek seek deeper understanding. If if like, let's say, you do start getting into magic or whatever, or like you, okay. you let your kid read Harry Potter or something like that. And then all of a sudden you see like, you know, 80% of his time, he's walking around in a Harry Potter robe and he's, you know. I still wouldn't think that's bad. Well, I mean, with your kids, they're, they're eight and nine. That's not the problem. Like your, okay. your son walks around constantly thinking like he's a Jedi or right. he's some sort of Marine SEAL. And I'm he's encouraging him to believe that he is both. Trying to shoot me in the face with his Nerf gun. I don't like it. Yeah. I let him do it. But like, you know, let's say he gets to be like. 17, 18 years old, right. and he's still running around in a Harry Potter robe right. or like a Jedi robe. At that point in time, it's not necessarily... I don't have to worry about dating. I think... Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, what I would say is like, instead of going up to him and be like, you can't watch Harry Potter, you can't watch right. Star Wars any longer, Like, you might want to go up to him and say like, hey, like where's your identity placed in? Like, mm-hmm. you can still watch these things. And, and you know, like, like you said, like with your, with your, um, like, uh, board games and right. stuff like that. I never knew that about you, but like when you have, uh, an identity placed in something else besides Jesus, all right. of a sudden you change into this other person. And so right. it's like really having that conversation as parents, maybe as with young kids saying like, Hey, it's fun to, you know, read Harry Potter. It's fun to put yourself into these other worlds. But right. At the end of the day, our, our identity is rooted in Jesus Christ. I love a good Ted Decker book. Yep. He's a Christian, like thriller, mm-hmm. like science fiction, kind of like whatever writer. Mm-hmm. He writes a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And some of it you see kind of pictures of Christ mm-hmm. in, but some of them you don't at all. Yeah, some of them no. you're like, this is craziness. Yeah. And some of them there's teleportation, mm-hmm. there's like magic, there's mm-hmm. like all sorts of stuff going on. And it's like, hey, listen, like, it's okay for me to um, seek out uh, like things that stir up my imagination and my creativity as long as they don't 
overpower my reality. Yeah. I think that's like, for me, that's the big point. So for me, Christian man, big Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Read all the books, watched all the movies. Kids are six and seven, seven and eight. Mm -hmm. I don't even know the ages of my own children. They're seven and eight. They've seen them all. Yeah. We've watched the Harry Potter series. We've watched all the Star Wars Mm -hmm. because all it does is make them my seven-year-old son excited that someday he'll be a Jedi. Yeah. I'm sure when he's 10, he'll have different career like thoughts. Yeah. And that's, I just know that's the reality. But we also talk about Jesus a lot in the home. Yeah. And we talk about like the actual reality of the spirit, the Mm -hmm. presence of the Holy Spirit. And we talk about the reality of evil Mm -hmm. and sin. So we talk about reality. We don't just say, go off and play with your toys and let that become your reality. Well, and I think that's where like, you know, you you said what you said is very true. If you, once again, like if you're raising your family and you're letting a book about magicians be like what entertains your child instead of like actively reading the Bible with them and showing them like, Hey, look at this cool passage. Like see what, you know, Jesus did here. And like, and like you do, like you explain the Bible to your children in a, in a beautiful way. You don't just let them like read the book and like, okay, figure it out. Like here's a book by this person on devotionals. Like you actually sit down and like explain what's going on, explain what's happening, explain why it's cool. Like you and you would incite that passion. I think a lot of parents don't do that in today's culture they instead just are like okay read your bible like have your devotional that's what you're supposed to do and they don't actively get engaged with their child's development and so i think that's where it's like you know you can let your kid do that whatever like my kid is one year old my wife has read all the harry potter books she's watched all of the movies like that was a big contention when i started dating my dating my wife um was we started watching harry potter together and my mom was like, I don't know, like I don't like those I movies. Like, like this you should you should no, it wasn't she didn't say she didn't like the girl. She just said like one quick. She just said you need to just be careful, you know, watching those Harry Potter she, movies. She, she said, Nolan, I know this nice other girl yep. who's in our homeschool community and wears long jean dresses. <laughs> I think she'd be perfect for you. She doesn't dance, she'll never cut her hair. And she wants nineteen oh, no. going on twenty oh, children. Oh no! I uh, I know a family. Actually, the family with the the, the Barney family. Yeah. Uh, they had six kids. They were homeschooled. Yeah. And long jeans. They, dresses. It was very much like that. Yeah. Denim, denim skirt, denim the dresses. oldest. The oldest one of them wants to, I think have like twelve or thirteen kids or something them. like that. I I'm going back to Indiana. I'm going to see them when I go back to Indiana in yeah. a couple months. I'm very excited. You. Tell they were my them. best friends. You tell them. You bring you bring the hurt and tell them all the great fantasy you've been reading. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this podcast you to them and show. Should them. bring this podcast. They'd be so. <laughs> what am I? So just so my, like upset. My best friend from from that from that uh, group. He he went on to become like a worship pastor at a church. He's an yeah. amazing guy. But yeah, he he like broke outside of the mold of that family. Like started playing sports. You know why? It's because he became a pastor. Like ninety yeah. percent of pastors that I know are all like are are all watching like the walking dead yeah. and like super into fantasy yep. board games dungeons and dragons groups yep. because and not be, and i i think the majority of them are are probably doing it for right reasons mm-hmm. is to have something not escapism but something that is just kind of fun something yeah. that can be like entertaining and a lot of these things kind of like it's an outlet for that yeah. it's like it's fun to do yeah. um, so I know some pastors that are weird and do CrossFit, but that's oh, just them. Yeah, I mean, there's some people like that. But anyways, I mean, like... You want to be awesome and cool, I guess. Well, yeah, or if you want to be a loser. Um, I don't like CrossFit. Uh, but then again, that's why I'm also chubby. My wife told me. I just was telling you this. My wife told me that I was getting a little bit chubby. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, man, it kind of hurt. But So I went for a run today. Um, so I'm 
pretty good. My knees hurt, but uh, anyways, like bring bring the podcast home though, like and closing it out. Like you know, I I've noticed you're the one that starts landing the podcast plane. Well, more than I do because I'm just ready. That's cool. I appreciate it. land the plane. Let's go. I, well, Let's go. The, I think the thing is, is like you have more to talk about. I, I'm a chatty Kathy. I kind of like my brain goes for about 30 minutes and, and then my out. ADHD sets in and I start noticing like flies on the wall and your posters okay. and it just, That's if we were good. in a blank room no, this with is a nothing. Good, this is a good marriage of skill sets. Though. Yeah. Let's go. It really land is. that plane. Anyways. Start well, bringing like, it home. Well, so say all that say like, you know, I am raising my family like nowadays. I, I'm going to let my kid watch all of these things. But once again, like taking a note from your book, like. I want to actively be engaged in my child's development as a Christian. Yeah. And I don't want to like rely on some sort of church or like youth pastor or something like that to make that determination for me. Gotcha. Um, and so my parents didn't do that. Like at the same time, my parents didn't allow me to watch like these magic shows or like play, you know, Pokemon, but they were also still very in- involved and engaged with me in my development with Christ. And so, um, you know, there is a level of like, Hey, shy away from this stuff because it may have whatever spiritual aspects to it. Mm -hmm. But I think as Christians, we need to make the determination that, you know what, like there's a level of fantasy that's okay to get involved in as long as your kids and you understand that, like if your identity becomes that, that's when it's the problem. But if you don't allow that to affect your identity, this, I hate this like answer but it really does land on the side of everybody's relationship with Christ is on a different place mm-hmm. in that progression or yeah. in that path. Your level of maturity, the way that the thing, your life experience, everyone's different. Like it's really interesting. Like as somebody who grew up like reading lots of fantasy, non-Christian home, mm-hmm. lot tons of stuff about magic, all that kind of stuff. When I fell in love with Jesus. I saw the drastic difference. There was no like, well, it's like not as cool as CGI or these mm. fantasy books I read. Yeah. I was like, this is so real and and this is reality and it's so drastically different and important than anything I've ever read, seen, yeah. done, any of that. Yeah. So that's just me personally. I was able to be like, bam, I can tell that this is real, this mm. is true. And it never even crossed my mind that it would like somehow clash or collide or be, I think earlier on the in the episode, you were saying something about like, that the excitement of it would be taken away mm-hmm. because we see so much and read so much of this fantasy or magic stuff. Yeah. That wasn't the case for me at all. Yeah. I was like, this, like what's in this book, in this Bible is crazy. Mm-hmm. Craziest yeah. thing I've ever seen. So, but that's me. Some people might not be able to like to walk that line um, and, and do what I do, which is like watch a Harry Potter movie mm-hmm. and then go to a Friday night Bible study. Yeah. Oh, so here's, here's something that we didn't talk about, like, and just to put a little caveat and maybe we can talk about another, uh, podcast, but like, what about the Christians that, uh, like get into the Holy Spirit side of things uh-huh. and almost, uh, that's that's something like you know, uh, oh, like the people that record like the miracles or like oh. people that are like, oh yeah, I opened my Bible one day and there was gold dust in it or like manna Ooh, from heaven. Yeah, and, like, I saw feathers and there fall are, from the ceiling. Yeah, there are like Christians that are deep into that where they're yeah. like, oh yeah, like the Holy Spirit's alive and well and like He did this and like this kind of thing and it's almost Yo, magical. That is a separate episode. Yeah, I just like and I know it's a deep thing to go into. We can't a deep thing when oh, like. When, and really, what is that? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go full opinion. Yeah. Throw my cards on the table. Is that not Christian escapism? Yeah. Finding joy 
not necessarily in the revelation of God found in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. right? In the yeah. word of God. I, no longer is that enough for me. I need more. I yeah. need excitement. I need something that I can really find my joy in. And that is, I'm looking for some gold dust. Yeah. That, hey, and, listen, you see gold dust, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Say you saw gold dust. You see an angel, I'm down. I'll listen yeah. to I'll listen to you. But if you start seeking angels mm-hmm. out constantly yeah. more than you start seeking out Christ in the word, yeah. I go, listen, yeah. you got something going and that's, on. And I think that's a really good way to, to put it. It's not necessarily discounting what is happening. Because, right. you, you know, I mean, obviously the Holy Spirit's alive and well. Obviously Shoot. he's a powerful being and like he can do whatever he wants because he is God, you know? Yep. And so, but it's once you, once you shift your Christianity mm. to all about like, Oh, these miracles. Yeah. I mean, even, even Christ said like, you know, people are coming here for miracles and signs and wonders. Like right. I'm here to give, I'll show you a sign, more. sign of Jonah yeah. in the ground for three days yep. and up. I'm going to rise. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so it's like, I, I like that. I think that's, it's, it's a great topic to talk about another we day. We do an episode on that. For I really sure. do. Yeah. Uh, I would love it if you would stop interrupting me while I'm trying to land this plane. I uh, know, but I just Definitely had that thought this plane. and I really needed to bring it out. Okay. So yeah. All right. My gears Landed. went down and then yep. you false started me. So they went back up was, to the plane Yep. and now they're coming. Now down. we're circling around and we're coming back down. All right. Let's try <laughs> in this episode. I feel like I always do the outros, like the thanks for listening. Yeah. Why don't, uh, Nolan, why don't you say goodbye okay. to yeah. the podcast? I haven't, uh, I haven't done this before, so I might totally mess it up, but thanks for listening guys. We have, uh, been biblical lenses. We are a podcast about just viewing our world from the lens of biblical truth. Uh, I am Jesse. You're I'm Nolan. I'm, no? I'm no. You're Nolan. I see. This is why I can't do this, man. Ah, ah, I that just awesome. messed this up. You said oh, so many things I, that were so you, bad in that. You say I'm Jesse all the time, so I went with I'm Jesse. Listen, oh, that's the most embarrassing. You don't thing. know where your identity is, brother. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> just know who you are. Uh, I'm Nolan, and I'm Jesse. <laughs> And uh, we will see like, you in the next episode. Don't like, forget to like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> you don't even know what you're saying, man. Have you uh, ever listened to a podcast? I have. I have. Like this in the podcast player of your choice. I and got make sure to leave nervous. a review in iTunes if it wouldn't uh, be too much of a bother uh, for you. Because we'd really appreciate it. We'd really that. appreciate yeah, it. Share this. Tell everyone about it. Comment maybe what episodes we can do in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, oh. that's about it. We will... Uh, See you in the next one. See you in the next one.